As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to an all new Dubs Talk presented by Wendy's. Right now at Wendy's, try our brand new fries for yourself with fries that are guaranteed to be hot and crispy or we will replace them at participating U.S. Wendy's. Kendra Andrews alongside Grant Liffman here and we're recording this podcast from the Warriors practice facility. Uh, recording this just after the Warriors ended up dismantling the Atlanta Hawks after a game in which Kendra that we thought uh, we gave one of those uh-ohs because they went down 15. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to talk too much about the game itself. Yeah. Um, but we do. I mean, I think it's obligatory that we have to talk about Steph Curry. We have, yeah, absolutely. You know, Grant, sometimes we record these pods and we see how long it takes us to mention <laughs> Steph Curry tonight. We can't go more than 30 seconds without you know, talking about him and his 50 burger. That's right. 50 piece to quote Giannis Antetokounmpo, not 49, nope. not 51, 50, 50. 50. Yeah. I mean, look, you looked at me in the media room before the game and mm-hmm. you said, Steph Curry, 35 or more. And I said, yeah. Yeah. I, I you agreed it. with me. I agreed with you. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be 50. I did. Of course. Of course you did. Yeah. Because you know all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was sensational. It was the it was the Steph Curry that we have known uh, to come to love, the MVP. It was the Steph Curry that we had been hoping to see, but it hadn't been necessary because the four games before the Hawks game, he had only uh, he had hadn't scored over twenty points uh, in a game, but it hadn't mattered, right? Mm-hmm. But in this one, fifty points. Tennis, yeah. seven rebounds. Yeah. He did it all. He's the third Warrior ever um, to have a 50-point uh, tennis game, joining Rick Barry and Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. He's been sensational. He's been incredible. And I, I <laughs> all the uh, uh, superlatives. Yeah. What, what other words are we supposed to say? Because no, I don't know what else to say at this point. It's true. And you mentioned the fact that he hadn't scored more than 20 points in the last four games, and it, it feels, or maybe just to me, but you know, we talk so much about the depth of this team. So it mm-hmm. feels like the fa- the past four games have really been like, look at all this depth. Yeah. Which guy off the bench is going to step up and add the punch? And this was Steph walking and saying, okay, that's a great and all. Love right. my teammates. Great to have them. I, I'm, st- I'm still the guy. <laughs> I'm still the guy. The Warriors would not have won this game against against the Hawks without, without him, of course. Um, but it was just a good reminder for him saying, love to everyone on this roster. It makes us a great team, 
But this Steph Curry still owns this building yeah. and, and runs this team. Still owns this league. <laughs> yeah. Steph Curry was it was it was just such a sight to see and being in the building for it. Oh man. Uh, for those of you who were, who were there and for those of you who didn't get a chance to and maybe watched it on TV, the the noise in yeah. Chase Center. It was it. It was the loudest it's been. I, it was probably the loud yeah probably the loudest I've heard yeah. since we've start we've been in games at Chase Absolutely. Center and and. You know, I hate ever comparing anything to Oracle because Oracle was its own beast. But you do it, the the the, sh- the sharp sound of the crowd right. being just so excited when a ball goes in from Steph that I, I it it brought back memories. It did. It just goes to show. You know, I agree. Oracle is has a special place right. in in Warriors history. It's it's can't be replicated, but it just shows that Warriors ground travels and the people in San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, San Jose, like just the Bay Area. They just love this team so much. I talked about this on Dubs Talk Live, but my favorite crowd moment or crowd interaction from the game was Steph was at the free throw line and this MVP chants were, and we had a lot of chants. Right. We heard JTA chants. <laughs> yeah. We heard we some GP2 ch- chants. We had, we had some chants at the refs. We but. had <laughs> lots of chants everywhere, but everyone was chanting MVP, MVP. And Andre Iguodala was standing there being like, shh. He was waving his, his arms, hands, yeah. trying to get everyone to be quiet. Steph shoots it. He makes it. And then he goes from waving his hands down to pumping everyone. Okay, now it's time to get loud. It's time to get loud. Um, but, no, just, I mean, yeah, there's, they, not, there's not much else you can say. Just, wow. Yeah, when Steph gets going, the whole crowd goes crazy. And the, and not only that, the Warriors were throwing alley-oops. They were doing all the stuff. Fun. They were putting on a show. They were They were absolutely putting on a show. And which just brings it to a bigger picture. It does. And the Warriors have put on a show this entire season. It, yeah. They are 9-1. and one. They are absolutely rolling right now. We have seen them play incredible defense. We have seen them have offensive fireworks. Yeah. We have seen them put up percentages. Let me let me read you some of these. Oh, yeah, right please. Now. Heading please. into the game. Stat Muse on Twitter. Heading into the this. game against the against Hawks. the Hawks. Yes, okay. thank you. On Monday. Heading into Monday night's game against the Hawks. This is where the Warriors were in a lot of these stats. First in the league in net rating, first in points, first in defense, first in threes, first in assists, third in rebounds, third in steals, third in field goal percentage, second in three-point percentage, second in field goal percentage allowed, third in three-point percentage allowed. Yeah, and guess what? After the Hawks game, after it's just it's It's gonna get better. better. It's gonna get better, and the numbers that some of these guys are putting up, and that's team stuff, right? Yes. But some of the individual numbers that we're seeing, and we'll dive into some of the bench play uh, so far. But as a team, they are showing that you know. So many times we've had to caution everybody, say the schedule has been weak, right? And it has been. It's been really, really weak, and the Warriors have taken advantage of it. And now what I look at is you have to play who's in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what have they done? They have dominated yeah. what is in front of them, and yeah. that must mean something. It has to mean something, especially, Grant, for a team that in the past has been known to play down That's to true. their level that of is competition. Very true. The fact that they aren't doing that, and we actually saw them do that a bit earlier in the season. They did play down to the level of some of their opponents. They did end up winning all of those games except for the one against the Grizzlies. But just the fact that they've turned it around from that moment to say, we're way better than that. We're playing at our level or higher. And as you said, it has to mean something. It's not just a fluke. Yes, 
moving forward in these next couple weeks as they go to Brooklyn, as you know, they face teams that are on top of, of the respective conferences of the league in general, it's going to be a really good test, a good barometer to see where are they really at. But as it stands, as you said, they're playing the teams in front of them. They're doing their job. They're getting they're taking care of business and they have the best record in the league. Yes, they they are just they're rolling. They're absolutely rolling. And some of it comes down to depth. And let, let's just take a second to look at the new additions mm-hmm. that added to this team in, in regards to the veteran minimum free agents they brought in. Let's start with Andre Iguodala because Andre has turned back the clock to the Andre that it, very reminiscent to when he was his first part, his first tenure with the Warriors, maybe five, six years ago, Andre. And he's just, he's playing above the rim. He's doing obviously everything you want off the court. But I love the way Steve Kerr has just constantly talked about how he, he's the, the guy who controls the game controls the pace controls everything when he gets out there Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't see it in the stat sheet you don't see it but if you watch a game and watch Andre do his work out there it has changed the makeup of the way this team functions Mm -hmm. and I it is his addition has been incredible and Bob Myers and and the whole crew for convincing Andre to come back on the minimum you get a gold star I think it must have been, maybe it was during the preseason, maybe it was one of the first two games of the regular season, but Grant, we were sitting somewhere ha- recording a <laughs> podcast. I can't remember where we were sitting, but we were recording a podcast, and Andre had a, a great game, and he played 20-something minutes, and mm-hmm. he had scored in double digits and all these things, and we said, this isn't going to happen every night, but right. if they can get like a fraction of this version of Andre, the Warriors are going to be so pleased. Well, guess what? They have. 10 games into the season that is exactly who they've gotten you mentioned yes he has a voice in the locker room he's been a great facilitator a great playmaker but as you mentioned the hops are there the scoring is there at the he, rim. Had, he had three dunks against the hawks and they were just their highlight dunks the mm-hmm. guy is just he can elevate still yeah it's it's just so impre- i'm so impressed by him and you know how i gave a gold star to the front office for mm. convincing him to come back yes I'm going to give two more gold stars out right now okay, because I, do I don't know if they care that I give golden stars. And, and what is it? But are they stickers? How do yeah, I do that? Yeah, is like that what stickers. it is? You put them on like report cards. Oh, okay. Like okay. That. Good yeah. job. Here's your report card, Bob. <laughs> um, I'll call him Mr. Myers for now. But okay. yeah, it's let's start with ne- uh, Nemanja Bielitsa mm. next because we're looking at his numbers. And against the Hawks, he, he hit his one three he started to shoot more from Mm -hmm. deep he was shooting 56 percent from three coming into that uh his per 36 minutes uh, were the best of his career he's averaging about 17 points like 12 rebounds five assists he's just been incredible and there was a moment i was thinking about this during the hawks game and danilo gallinari who's on the hawks he's making about 20 million Mm -hmm. this this season and there was a moment, and in terms of size and stature, they're very similar. And I was like, Nemanja Bjelica is more valuable than Danilo Gallinari right now. Mm-hmm. The, what yeah. what Bjelica is doing out there is more valuable. And this is a guy that is on a minimum contract, and I just, I've been so impressed by Belly's work. You think back to Belly's introductory press conference when he talked about the fact that he wanted to come here. He didn't ask for more <laughs> right. than that than that minimum. He was willing to take 
that amount of money because he wanted to play with this organization because he said from the things that he'd seen watching this team, he heard about the personnel in this organization, he would fit in. And I mean, Grant, there's a reason why nearly every game he has a extreme plus net rating. I think against the Rockets on Sunday's game, he had what plus 33 or yeah. something ridiculous like that. And had he another had 17 against the against uh, the the Hawks. I yeah. mean, he fits in so so well with this team. I think on the other day on our Dubs Talk Live, someone left a comment on YouTube saying he's like the David Lee yeah. of this era. And there is some, there is. I mean, listen, listen, I, I don't know. They're, know. No, they're, different. they're, they're both, they're both, they're both cerebral players. I can right. see the court a little bit. Yeah. But he does bring a certain aura to this team <laughs> in my opinion, at least. But my point is belly has done so much to this team, even when he's not shooting, not scoring, he has been a consistent score for this team off the bench. He's been a guy who they can count on to step up when they need him to. But even when he's not, he's still finding ways to affect the game really positively and yes gold star for everyone involved you would call Bielitsa uh, effective yes would you call him friendly he's very nice okay well in that case planet orange a leader in eco-friendly and effective oh. pest control let us be your partner for all your pest control needs servicing residential industrial and commercial customers without harming the environment planet orange family friendly pet friendly and professional just like Nemanja Bielitsa I was gonna say so let me revise he is the the planet orange. The planet orange of the Warriors. <laughs> That's what Just he a friendly is. man. That's a friendly, um, friendly. All right, let's get to another friendly man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. He didn't play against the Hawks, which, you know, he'd come in off a game against the Rockets where he just, I don't know, just had like three threes in a span <laughs> of what, like two seconds? It was so fun. That, that I, was a cool I have moment. I to say, so, so NBC Barrier, NBC Sports Barrier on Instagram posted like a little slide, a little gallery mm -hmm. of those three threes and the bench reaction uh -huh. to that third one. I watched that like 15 <laughs> times this morning. I was drinking my coffee just like, and it, every time I saw someone different doing something If, if you else. haven't yet, go to NBCS Authentic on Instagram or you can follow NBCS Warriors on, uh, on Twitter and and just the videos. The joy. The joy. Yeah, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I did the exact same. Good. And I just, my favorite part is you swipe through and you have to all check this out. Yeah. When you swipe through, it's the, it's the increased reaction each time the yep. first one it was like a golf clap yep. like oh nice and the next one was like oh that's awesome yep. and then the third one is <laughs> losing after their that minds game, after that game Otto said we asked him like how did it, what did you see what did it feel he goes I don't know I kind of blacked out for a second <laughs> and then all of a sudden I had the whole team picking me up and throwing me <laughs> down the court to get back on defense but I mean just talk about the, the energy and and Otto Porter, another another gold star because yes, Otto Porter Jr. has just been a revelation. Grant, I keep going back to this, so I'm sorry for people who have heard me say this 50 times. You're going to hear me saying a lot more as long as he keeps playing like this. Grant, over the summer, you said if Otto Porter, if they can get Otto Porter Jr. to come and he can stay healthy, he's going to be great for this team. Listen, as long as you keep giving me credit, you can say it a million okay, times. You deal. can do it on Perfect. every single pod. I'm not going to stop you. Because that's exactly what he's done. You mentioned that he didn't play on Monday against the Hawks, and that is because of his history with injuries. He got a little bit bumped and bruised on, on Sunday against the Rockets, and Steve Kerr said, second night of a back-to-back, -back, we're going to give you a night off. And the fact that Steve Kerr can do that, again, mm -hmm. speaks to the depth of this team. Because for the past two years, then it would not have been possible to say, hey, one night, Andre, you're going to take a break. Yeah. Next night, Otto, you're going to take a break. Because we actually have other people on the bench 
who can supplement what you do. Absolutely. Well, what he does so well is hit threes. And the Warriors, and, and this is just a fact, have not had somebody so lethal from catch and shoot mm. wide open threes in the Steve Kerr era, which is crazy to say. Uh, by the way, that's off the bench. I just want to keep because saying, there's like uh, they're Thompson. like, uh, have you heard of Clay, <laughs> Steph, KD? No, I, I I do understand that. No, but like, just he is shooting this season so far 53 percent on wow. wide open three point shots. That is catch and shoot, and they're usually early shot clock because they're in transition mm-hmm. or maybe a kick out from an offensive board or something. But I mean, he's also shooting like 47 percent from the for the season, but. What he does when he has any space at all yeah. is just it's it's detrimental to and the other team. Remind me if I'm wrong, but last year they really s- didn't do that great with wide open shots. Uh, the, the Warriors, the Warriors yeah. and they they struggled with wide open field goal percentage. Yeah. They did, they did. That was something that they had to improve on. And, and they added people that could. Bielitsa, Porter, these guys can. Mm-hmm. And then how about like you know have other bench players like yeah. Damian Lee stepping yeah. up and hitting threes and doing all this and that out there uh, against the Hawks. Wontescano Anderson hit three threes. Everyone is contributing in some way from deep mm-hmm. as well, and that is that is something that the Warriors are going to feel very good about, especially when knowing that James Wiseman and Clay Thompson are going to come back at some point. It just gives this team so much cushion. Yep. You know, we talk about, yeah, maybe the schedule's a little bit early. It's going to ramp up. Guys are going to get injured. But the Warriors have guys 1 through 15, literally the 15th roster spot. Gary Payton II has absolutely <laughs> been killing it. So yeah. literally from Steph Curry all the way to the 15th uh, person on this team, they can count on every single one of them. Gary Payton II has just lit up. <laughs> there was a moment in the game against the Hawks where Gary Payton II checked in for Steph Curry and people lost their minds <laughs> cheering for him, being like, yes, yeah. finally. And they're, and they're like, Gary Payton II, yeah. in for Stephen Curry. <laughs> Everyone goes, uh. But it, it, Gary's in. So our colleague, Monty Poole, after the, the, the Rockets game on Sunday, Steve Kerr walks in the press room and, and Monty just goes, so when is GP2 taking the starting point guard spot from Steph? And Steve's like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it coming. Happen. It, he's, he's been sensational. He had three straight games where he was getting double-digit points. Against the Hawks, he finishes with two points. But it's just his impact in all facets of the game, defensively, playing above the rim. Uh, it just hands and passing lanes yeah. are just deflections. Well, when you talk about things in a bigger picture, of course you can zero in on specific games and, and say, yeah, okay, we only had two points against the Hawks, but – in general, what GP2 has brought to this team and what he's been able to do. Honestly, Grant, it's been surprising because he was signed to this team as a defensive specialist. But what he's done, his defense has been great, but what he's done on offense, I mean, did you know that he had the hops? You know, I had seen highlights, and when he got uh, picked up by the Warriors on a 10-day end of last season, I had some friends send me some highlights, right, from Oregon State. Mm -hmm. And I said, man that guy can jump like because yeah. I, th- I don't th- I think of his father and his father did right. not have that type of athleticism <laughs> right. at all and I'm like but I hadn't seen him play much in the NBA so I was like maybe I don't know maybe that was just in his younger years or right. something but oh my goodness asked, he flies I asked him against the Rockets dream on oop to alley oop to yeah. that that thing and we looked at each other and said that, there's like, no I way that he was, was going to catch high. that ball I asked yeah. him I said did you think that was too high and he goes 
kind of, yeah. <laughs> and I just kept going up and going up and going and up. And he I got, got it. it. Yeah, no, he, he's been incredible. One other person I do want to talk about, and very shortly, by the way, um, uh, we have a, a mental health uh, series that we do for men's mental health in November every year called Headstrong. And Clay Thompson sat down for a conversation. I want to play some of his answers because they're just he's just so insightful mm-hmm. and just the way he can talk about uh, that side of it, of, of his rehab yeah. is something that everyone should listen to but one more guy i do want to talk about is jordan Poole. yes the three games coming into the hawks game he was averaging over 27 points per game he was shooting 57 percent from the field and 47 percent from three his numbers went sky high he was averaging now then over the season over 18 points he was doing all the things that we saw during preseason and then you're like oh wait, wow you're actually doing in the nba now too yeah. against the hawks he struggled in, in certain aspects, but really it, it, it's something that we're going to watch very closely. And Andre Iguodala brought it up and Steve Kerr brought it up. We're going to watch very closely him being aggressive, attacking the rim, mm-hmm. attacking the hoop, his quickness off the dribble, off the bounce, his ability to blow by defenders, finish with both hands at the rim, floater game, going high off the glass, short off the glass, his yeah. ability to take contact. He can do all those things. Mm-hmm. He just can't shy away from it. And when yeah. he's doing it right, he is fantastic. He has to find that balance in his game of shooting the lights out, which he can do, and just attacking the rim. Because as you just said, Grant, he is one of this team's best at doing that. I spoke to Steve Kerr about this at Shootaround a couple days ago, and we were talking about when Clay Thompson eventually comes back and he's ready to get back into the starting lineup, uh, Jordan Poole's going to move to the bench. And Steve said, kind of as you and I just talked about, this team has so many guys coming off the bench who can shoot threes, right? We just ran down the whole list. They're a little bit more limited on guys who can attack the rim yeah. as Jordan Poole Absolutely. does. So especially when uh, GP's – JP? JP. JP3. There's JP2 and JP3. Yeah. <laughs> when he's coming off the bench, that's an area that they really want Jordan to fill for them. And they want to start seeing it now. So he knows that he can do it and, and everyone can see that he can do it and everyone gets the feel of what it's like to play with him when he's doing that. So it's been really encouraging to see him starting to do that. Earlier in the season, Grant, when he kind of went through some of his downs and his up and down season as a starter so far, I think it's because he fell in love a little bit too much with the with the three-point shot. Yeah. And if it wasn't falling, he wasn't adjusting. Clearly, if he adjusts, he has an incredible skill set to still be very effective. So as I said, it's just about finding that balance, figuring out how to let's shoot and let's drive and let's attack. Um, because when he attacks, man, there's you're probably not going to stop him. Yeah, it, it, he's been so fun to watch. And a lot of it with his threes is just setting his feet, right? It's yeah. also which threes he's taking. <laughs> yeah. And he just has to let the game come to him instead of force it. And there's going to be times where he has to throw up those heat checks because he can hit some of them, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But when he sets his feet, and calmly releases and doesn't hesitate it is it, it he's he's a he's a really good shooter and that's something that the warriors are going to really emphasize for him he has set your feet yeah he has all the tools to just become a lethal dynamic scorer from anywhere i'm gonna put you on the spot here um, i don't like that the warriors are nine and one okay they're first in the west and first in the nba mm-hmm. uh, in, in their uh, record right now in the west okay. are they the best team they very well may be, Grant. I I look around at what's happening in the West. Okay, you got the Warriors, right? Then you got the Jazz. 
nuggets in yeah i guess the nuggets i don't know it's always it's ever changing but the jazz pretty much yeah. would be considered right now probably I, number I, two. I do think that right now the warriors are the best team in the west right now when you look at what's happening there's there's still things for this warriors team to figure out and yes there, there is that with every team in the league right now just because we're only 10 games into the season or just about that for every every team around the league but they're already clicking so much. They're yeah. on a very upward trajectory. And you look around the West and you see what other teams are dealing with. The Nuggets are now playing without Jamal Murray and without Michael Porter Jr. Nikola Jokic might be suspended for a little bit. The Lakers are still figuring out their chemistry issues. The Clippers are still figuring out how to survive and thrive without uh, Kyrie, how, or sorry, Kawhi. Kawhi. How much can Paul George do for them? Dallas is starting da- to click a little bit. Exactly. They're good. Denver does win some games. Phoenix is starting to roll a little they bit. Are, and everything's yeah. coming together. But if everything's starting to come together and things are also continuing to come together from the Warriors who are already in first and already have a really good chemistry and good things going for them, right now in this moment, I would say, yeah, probably they're yeah. the top. I, I, Phoenix is getting hot, and, yeah. and they have a really deep team. But I just look at the matchups, and I, I really do like this this Warriors team, especially obviously when Clay comes back and Wiseman comes back and stuff. Right. I, I do think they'll um, – I think the matchups very much favor the Warriors. Um, the Jazz are a very good team. Absolutely. Right? And I guess, you know, it, it comes down to this, like, where are they playing if they go head-to-head? Maybe in Utah that I would pick the Jazz. Maybe here I pick the Warriors. But the point is the Warriors – if not are the top or tied or the right. top two, they are at the top of the West right now. And it is that you can't deny it. Sure. The schedule has right. been weak. Just, yeah. It has been weak. Yes. We will see them play better teams, but what they have done so far, exactly. it's, it's just been, it's been remarkable and it's been so fun. It's, it's been fun to watch. And I'm as a person that is uh, reporting on this team or, or talking about this team or analyzing this team, I get to just appreciate fun basketball right mm-hmm. and that's what we're watching we're watching fun basketball tours if you like basketball you like to watch the warriors right now yep just period simple as that yeah okay let's transition here for a I second here. So. uh november is men's uh health month and nbc supports is uh, partnered with cal hope to bring you headstrong a series that will tell important stories that change the narrative surrounding mental health and sports which every year i actually really look forward to this it's, it's awesome in regard to what we're about to listen to, yeah. you know, after his second devastating leg injury, Clay Thompson faced yet another long and grueling rehab process and rather let himself be consumed by depression and self-pity. Thompson took the steps he needed to better his mental health and is now urging other players to do the same. You know, let's show and let's listen to some insightful snippets and moments from the conversation with Clay and from us. Thank you so much for listening. This is Dubs Talk uh, presented by <laughs> Wendy's. Dubs Talk presented by Wendy's. And uh, here, take a listen. As life returns to normal, our worries have not disappeared, but evolved. CalHope offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 1-833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. I think that's pretty common for all athletes. So for me, when it happened, it was hard to digest for a few months, but being around the team and, you know, it was hard, man. I can't even lie to you. It was really, really hard, especially the second time around. 
first time, you know, I, was ex I accepted it. Championship game, five straight finals. Stuff happens. But the second time was just so unexpected. And it was a, a week before the season. And I was training so hard for like f a year, a year and a half, actually. So it was, it sucked. It was like the darkest days of my life, really. Just because I love basketball so much. It's my source, really, just like the ocean. Basketball has been my source since I was a child. So that was a big test of my mental health, and I learned a lot about how to stay mentally healthy through my rehabs. If there was a silver lining, that was it. Luckily for me, Tony Robbins, is fun. he's friends with Peter Gruber, and Tony came and talked to our team during the spring of 2018. And it was such an amazing experience. And then when I, he helped me so much and we only had one session, like a week after I got hurt, I was still in a boot. He had me screaming in my house. He had me doing a bunch of things. Techniques I still carry to this day. So Tony is a world renowned speaker and motivator obviously, but to get some one-on-one -on -one time and some intimate time with him, um, it was priceless. Honestly, I can't even, put into words how, how much he helped me during those initial stages. I grew up in Oregon. I grew up in Cali, California, so nature has always been a part of my life, luckily for me. For me, I mean, it was tough during the initial stages because I couldn't, I couldn't, I was in a boot. I couldn't really take walks in the park. I couldn't jog. Now I can do those things. I can get outside. I can go to the park. I can bring a couple fishing lines to the ocean. I can Get in, and the beautiful part about being in nature, you realize how small you are in this world because there's so much, you know, so many big things around you, whether it's the redwoods, the Pacific Ocean, the night sky, the sunshine. It's there's something about immersing yourself in nature that really resets my whole spirit. I really believe that. Jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.